0: Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and on our podcast, we talk to the authors about themselves, their books, their inspirations, and their ideas. Every book, every book has two stories, and as my listener, you will find out the secret story behind the book. Joining me today is an amazing Man. His name is Timothy Green, and he's here to talk about his book, Open My Sweet Aroma. Now, it's the third volume of poetry in a trilogy that he's been writing. Timothy, such a pleasure to have you. Welcome to Books on Air. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: You know, poets, I t- I've been telling you this while we've been talking off air. Poets hold a very special place in my heart. I just think they see the world in a very different way than a lot of people do. And I'm always intrigued when I have the wonderful opportunity to talk to a poet. Now, your poems are very personal in nature. What inspired you to begin to write poetry in the first place? And how old were you?
1: Okay. Well, um, I remember being very young at the junior school, the age of nine or ten, and uh, that was when I started realising that I've got an aptitude for it. Um, so, but many years later, I was, I was working as a in the RAF, so that one get pushed aside for a few years. Um, I ended up um, getting unwell, and that pushed things aside for a few years, and then. I picked up the pen while uh, I was in hospital, one chap um, he was very good. he helped me out a lot um, and yeah, so he got me starting to pick up the pen again. I must have been about early thirties i 'm thirty eight now so he must have been early thirties when when I picked up the pen again.
0: Now you hand wrote the first group of poems into a notebook. I'm curious, why did you choose to do this by hand instead of computer?
1: Okay, well, there's a slight charm with written works. So I find that, I find it very interesting. It's a there, outlet, and I, I, it just flows better, and, and it's nice, it's nice because it's it just, it's new, isn't it? Like, it is old, but it's new because people aren't doing it anymore. So I'm bringing it
0: back. <laughs> well, you are a man after my own heart. I'm the same way. If I'm writing something, there's something about holding that pen and writing on a piece of paper and feeling the words come out of the pen. It's like the connection between your head, the pen, and the paper. There's something um, sort of magical Special. about it. Yeah, very, very I loved reading that. When I read that, I thought I must ask him about why he handwrites, and I I hoped that you would give me exactly that answer.
1: Yeah.
0: Now the title of the book is very interesting. Open colon my sweet aroma. Tell me about that title.
1: Okay. Well, my second book's called Open. My third book's called My Sweet Aroma. The first two, um, I had very little money to publish it, so. It wasn't edited and the first two weren't edited. So I decided to bring the first two books into this third book, which is My Sweet Aroma, and I added 70 on top as well. So that was professionally edited and I'm really, really proud and pleased with the work. And um, the first two, I, I love them, but there are spelling mistakes and stuff like that, that, you know, they do make a difference to the, Professional quality of the work.
0: You're right, it does.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm also curious about the cover of the book. I thought the cover was so intriguing. It it shows oh, an gorgeous, old fashioned yeah. typewriter. Yeah, with just the word "open." Is there significance to that? To Absolutely. that image?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's not just a case of you know, pick up this book. I've told you to open it, so pick it up. No, it's, it's just a case of. Being open with people and being open with your beliefs and being open to God as well. So, um, yeah, you can look at that in many different ways. I mean, one word can just mean so much, doesn't it? Yes, yes,
0: it does. Now, you classified your poems, as we talked earlier, contemporary Christian. Do you find yeah. yourself inspired by God? Is that where your work comes from?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And um, me and Lena, my missus, we talk about this, and we agree that um, it's not my work. I hold the pen, but the Holy Spirit does the rest. So, um, yeah. So most of it's there, and if there are any, if there are any flaws in it, it's It's me not totally listening, but I listen very intently to the words that come out onto the paper. Um, Sentence to sentence, line to line. I I don't know what's coming out next, whether it's like I can write a line and then I'm thinking, what next? And you write another line and it just goes into it, really. So um, I haven't got an idea of what I want to write in a poem. It just flows... um, so it's not any real effort on my my part. It's just all I do is write down what was said to me, really. So, yeah.
0: It's an amazing creative process, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's wonderful. Um, it's a job. Um, I don't call it a job. I don't call it a career because it's just something so much more than that. Um, and if I was to do it for money, I wouldn't make it because there's so much competition and everything, but... I write for the pleasure of it, and I write because it's, it's what God wants. He wants to show the world that Christians aren't stuffy and, you know, they don't just go to church and sing happy Christian songs. There's a lot more to it. Um, and there's a lot of artists out there that um, express themselves in that way, but not totally obvious, so... People then get put off by it.
0: Have you ever put any of your poems to music?
1: Oh, me and Jesus, yeah, we talk, we do talk. Um, yeah, we do talk. When I write, I'll uh, read it back again. I think, yeah, this is special. And then, uh, um, yeah, a lot, a lot of it's like the inner thoughts that come in. I mean, it's not. I mean, I've to God and everything but it's not like a a big voice in my ear, it's just a little silent part in the back of my head that says, you know, write this or read this or whatever so <laughs> um, it keeps me on my toes, that's your. sure I love doing it though, it's a brilliant job.
0: One of the things that I really loved when I was doing my research about you was that you and your partner, your missus, read your poems to each other back and forth aloud. I loved that idea. Does it sound different to you when you hear her read it?
1: Yeah. Um, When I read it, I get more of an idea of what the poem's about. But when I listen to it, it's a pleasure because you don't have to push so much. Um yeah so we enjoy doing both we switch between each other doing it normally we read read together before we go to bed at night and uh, it really just settles us down as well which is nice I
0: I just really liked that I I'm a a loud reader myself my husband and I don't read poetry I confess but we we sit there with the the old-fashioned newspaper, only it's in electronic form now, and we will read stories and share stories with each other, and you're right. There's something about that listening and sharing that makes whatever it is you're reading different, because you hear it from a different perspective, and so it sounds slightly different than it did in your head.
1: Right. Um, it, yeah. Um, the there's a, I suppose both ways really, but um, I, I believe I believe that um, yeah you're right because you do get ideas, other ideas of what it's like when you're listening, but you do get other ideas when you're reading. um, but, um yeah, we we're, we're pretty good now about what we try to read, and um, we know what doesn't work, like uh, certain poets we don't. Particularly like of, over the from the others, but um, yeah, we, we can pick it up pretty quick wherever we can gauge or understand from a poem, um, whether, when it flows. Um, yeah, so the flow of a poem very important.
0: You were inspired by the poetry of Michelangelo. What about Michelangelo's work? Okay, resonated well, with you
1: absolutely yeah it's, for me they're pure it's a pure book there's nothing indecent in there there's nothing in there you can't say right that wasn't very nice Um. yeah Michelangelo's work he was really ahead of his time he was really ahead of his time Michelangelo yeah
0: I couldn't agree with um, you more Yeah,
1: you know as well
0: Let's share some of your poetry with our listeners. Would you read a couple of the poems? And I requested before we started, your missus particularly likes the swan. And I would like to hear you read it. Yeah, please. Okay, so this this poem's
1: called Guernsey. I like it because it's um it's just so charming. Um Yeah, okay, so I'll read it called Guernsey, Guernsey, bursting at the seams, such is the air of mystique, having never explored you, never touched you in my fingers, I shudder to think where you have been, when you bring it all with you, including the kitchen sink, brought into disregard Hard to bear you when all I do is think of you, all the time I think of you, unwinding and loosening the tap, dripping such as the release of your thoughts. So that one's Guernsey.
0: Wow. Is that about the Guernsey Islands?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's about a place I've never visited, but I would like to.
0: Uh, Me too. I've never been there as well, and it's fascinating. I agree. Yeah. Is there one more you want to read?
1: There is. Yeah, and um, there's plenty in there. So um, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff in there, which is so hard to choose. But um, I've come to another poem here. It's called His Land. Yeah. Shall I go on? Please. Okay. Language so broad and wide is what's inside that counts The humdrum of activity Shortened by the day of age Every page, word and deed Brings us closer to him Meeting him Oh, what a treat Needing his love and strength His land Deters not a soul. Old land. Sends. Sands that await not. The world that thinks our saviour. Would be great. World indeed. Meeting our kinfolk in need. Breadth and depth sow the seed. To see brings life and vigour. The time and distance of brilliance. Take us where we want to be. Certainly awaits using our key. Entrance and deliverance we seek. Brings us a world unknown to them. Beginnings start with a pounding heart. His way we don't betray. No flatteries. Radiance stopped. The plot that opens our secrets. Not to destroy or make shame, but to agree and make known lands grown and known to us.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. They are. Aren't
1: they? Not they not are.
0: You're, you have a real talent, Timothy. You really do. I know that we've shared so much about the book. I'm sure that our listeners are saying to themselves, where can we get the book? Obviously, it's on Amazon, so let me give you the title, and let me spell Timothy's name. It's The title of the book is open. Now, what you do is just go to the Amazon website, and you see a search feature. There's a big, long gray box if you've never done anything on Amazon before. Put in the title, open, O-P-E-N, colon. I'm in
1: there because um, my third book, which I'll be reading from, is called... My Sweet Aroma. There was a bit of a complication, um but the third book, my first book is The Sale The Face, that was my first book. My second book is called Open and the third book is called My Sweet Aroma. We're talking um. about My Sweet Aroma right now.
0: Okay. Good. Thank you because that was not clear. You're right. On Amazon they have it listed as Open My Sweet Aroma. So we're look, we're actually talking about two separate books. So they should put in My Sweet Aroma, right?
1: Correct. Yes, that's correct.
0: By Timothy T I M O T H Y Green G R E E N. Click on that and the book will come up and you'll see that wonderful Antique typewriter with the word open on the cover. And up in the upper right hand corner of that representation of the cover, you'll see the words look inside. If you'll put your cursor on those two words and just click on them, the book will electronically open and you'll see, first of all, a listing of all the poems. Timothy, how many poems are in My Sweet Aroma? Uh, there's a, it's a there's huge one. number. How many?
1: There are four. So there's 191 pages in the book. I'm not sure how many poems there are, but 191 pages.
0: Wow. The uh, the table of contents is just, I mean, I was reading all the titles and I thought, wow, because there's so much in the book. You can, can get it. Go ahead. Sure.
1: Okay. So this is a recent, um, I've won the fire book. Book award winner, so it's the, the Firebird Awards I've won.
0: Congratulations!
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you.
0: That's yeah. wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, now they yeah, can. I've
1: got an honorary. It was an honorary award.
0: Hey, an award's an award for your work. I mean, <laughs> that's wonderful. Congratulations. Now, they can buy the book right there on Amazon, but you and I both know that people don't always want to buy from Amazon, whether it's U.S. Amazon or whether it's Europe Amazon. Um, where else can they find your book? I know that you have a website, so let's give them that, that website address.
1: Okay, sure, yeah. It's w dot dot com. So um, it's all lowercase. Um,
0: and no spaces. yeah,
1: yeah. It's all lowercase. Timothy Green, timsir.com.
0: Now can they find it on the Author House website as well?
1: Yeah, that's all right. The all for House website, yes. Those are my publishers.
0: Now, let's talk about your website just for a moment. When our sure. listeners go check it out, what will they find? They'll find books. They'll find all the books there, right?
1: Correct, yeah. There are six books on that site.
0: And can they purchase um, books straight from the website? Yes.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Y-
0: you know... Poetry is powerful. Everybody that, writes, that writes anything is, is very much invested in their work. I think poetry is particularly um, because it's so creative and it, it comes from a different place than, I think, perhaps fiction or per, for sure nonfiction. When our yeah. listeners become readers and they pick up a copy of My Sweet Aroma, and they sit down, they will not read this book cover to cover like they would a romance novel. They'll sit down, and they'll start to read the poems, and they may read one, they may read two or three, but they'll have to stop and think because it's poetry, and it requires thinking about it, and this is Christian poetry. And so thinking about what you're saying what it means to them because poetry is also very individual i think is very important so they'll read the poems and they'll put the book away then they'll pick it back up and they'll read more but eventually they will come to that very last page and they'll read that very last poem and then they'll close the back cover and whether electronically or physically timothy when the reader finishes the book and they close that back cover for the last time what message, what do you want them to take away from my sweet aroma to take away from your work?
1: okay, well firstly um yeah, I hope they don't close the last page and stop reading um, it's, it's something that um can be enjoyed through the generations I think um, yeah, this, this um these poems they you, you can get so much out of them. So, I don't think it's, it's not, um, a read through, you know, it's not like, finally I know what it means, um, because we've already discussed that, but, um, yeah, I, I believe that there's, there are some that people might deem that the stronger ones, but, um, uh, you know, earlier, um, when I was reading those poems, I just, I, I read them in random because I know that they're all good. So I read those
0: randomly. Um, You know, I can see families uh, having family discussions about the themes and about the poems. I can see families even reading perhaps the poetry, if not at the dinner table, perhaps as a bedtime activity with uh, a kid, uh, maybe a teenage kid. Maybe you have an older sibling that reads poetry to a younger. The younger may not understand it. But I think starting children listening to poetry at a young age is important. And hearing poetry, and especially Christian poetry, talking about it, talking about the themes, talking about what it means to each individual person. Because I agree with you. I think that everyone can take something very different away from each poem. And sometimes when you're talking to someone about it, they've heard something in the poem that you missed, And all of a sudden, you have sort of an epiphany, and you think, how did I not hear that? Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, you have done your research, haven't you? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You've probably just gone through every archive. (laughs) Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, I told you.
1: yeah,
0: you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I told you, poetry and poets are special to me. So, I of course I would do my research when I'm going to talk to someone like you. This has a, just been delightful. It's been uh, such an absolute pleasure to meet uh, you and to talk to you about your work and to hear to hear how that work is created. I always think that creative process is a wonderful unimaginable thing sometimes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being my guest today on Books on Air. It's just been a pleasure.
1: It has been. Thank you for having me.
0: Remember, you can find My Sweet Aroma, A-R-O-M-A, by Timothy Green on Amazon, on his website, and on AuthorHouse website. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Suzanne Harris. Please join me for the next Books on Air podcast because you never, ever know who's going to be here. And you really never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so very much for listening.